Today's episode is going to be rude, it's going to be raw, and it's going to be very emotionally charged. If you are sensitive, easily offended, or blissfully ignorant, or willfully ignorant, don't listen to today's episode, or probably the episodes to come. It's a Word Podcast starts now. We will not bow down to our racism. We will not bow down to injustice. We will not bow down to exploitation. I'm gonna Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of It's a Word Podcast. This is your girl, Golden. Yes, it's been so long since we've seen each other, since we talked to each other, sis. It's been quite a minute. And listen, I've had so... It's been a long, long time since the last episode. And it's been busy. It's been overwhelming. And your girl is here and your girl is back. I did not give up on my podcast, nothing like that. It's just that there's been a culmination of things happening to me and good things um, in addition to, um, you know, every other things that's going on that affects our world right now. And so today I was like, I have to get back on the, on the horse and I am here. Um, first of all, of course, I have to ask you, sis, how are you? And I mean, from me to you, how are you, sis? I hope that you are in the best of spirit. And and I'm saying that lightly because I'm saying that because almost as a cliche, because to say to be in good spirits right now, it's almost like trying to climb Mount Everest. It's a uphill battle of all of all battles right now, especially if you're a black woman, especially if you're black, if you're a black person in America right this minute in this day and time, <sighs> being in good spirit is an uphill battle, but I'm going to ask you anyway, I hope and I pray that you are in a good mental space, that you are in the best mental space, that you are char- trying to keep yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in the best, um, in the best possible mindset and also that you are safe and Whoo, you can hear me breathing. <clears throat> I am going to be talking about a lot of shit today. I'm not going to mince words, honey. We are going to be talking. And it's it's not going to be like a long, long, long podcast because I'm going to break my podcast down. Now, I just want to say a few things. Um, The first thing is, <clears throat> let's start with the good stuff. Okay, just kind of like... Whatever. The first thing is, of course, my children are here. So if you hear a lot of noise and the editing on this podcast, I apologize in advance. And I thank you for your patience for um, listening to this podcast with me as I hashtag mom life and everything else in between. The second thing is um, I want to thank Christian Jackson. I appreciate her so much. Um, I kind of feel bad because... I didn't get the audio thing situated very well because I was concerned that doing the interview over the phone was not going to give quality audio. Um, It it turned out okay. It really sounded like you were listening to to a conversation on the phone. 
and I want to kind of like work on that. And I pray for your forgiveness, um, audience, because I'm learning this whole thing. Okay. I know this, I can just Google or YouTube it. I know, but your girl was, you know, already, I had committed to Christian to do this interview that day. And I really wanted it to do that day. And the thing with that interview is, is that I felt like it was a little bit offbeat timing wise because of everything that was going on, but it wasn't. Um, talking about mental health was such a wonderful, wonderful, important um, um, topic for us to address, especially now. So I thank Christian Jackson so much for her contribution to my podcast, taking the time out of her schedule to share some words with us. We are going to support her. I'm going to get her book. Um, and, um, you know, I'm probably going to use her book and reference her book to some things because in spite of everything that's going on, um, again, and I maintain my platform addresses the plight of the woman, the, pl the black woman, more so before than ever. And we're going to get into that in a couple of seconds. So thank you, Christian. I love you. Thank you for, and that's, this is what it's about. You want to know the, the, the story about this? Christian reached out to me because of her book that's upcoming, right? And I was like, oh, you want to be on my platform? She's like, yeah. Now, mind you, Christian and I don't know each other from Adam. I never, I, ne I have not known about her before. She has not heard about me before. But to me, I was like, listen, if a sis is doing something, sister's doing something, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to offer my platform to help you get, not that my platform is big. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like the podcast of a podcast out here right now. But I'm like, you know what? You can use my platform to do your thing because this is what I'm I believe in. I believe in elevating and uplifting each other as women and <clears throat> as black women. I'm going to be very specific as black women and black women, excuse me. And I was really excited and she and I was grateful that she accepted because my podcast is not huge. So she didn't really have to do my podcast. She had she has other other uh, shows lined up and other, you know, a part of her promotion campaign for the book. So for her to take the time to be on my platform was a plus for me too, to have such a skilled and expert, like, you know, a, a, a black woman with expertise, especially in an area that we struggle with as a community to be on my podcast. So I'm so grateful for her. Um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to try to get her on my platform again. Um, and work on my audio because mama was like, you know, struggling a little bit, but I'm so grateful. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. Last episode was great. It was really fun. We had a lot of fun talking to each other and she's open to talking again. Um, yes, I changed my theme song for, I don't know, indefinitely. I don't know. I, you know, I'm going to just, you know, because given the times, um, I don't feel perky and I don't feel excited. Like, I mean, I do. But I'm going to kind of like, not tweak my brand, but adapt to the times as far as how I convey the word. And yes, again, my platform is about upliftment and self-awareness and journey and all that good stuff. But it's going to be, you know, I am not oblivious to what's going on. And Lord, Lord knows that more than ever, I'm going to be lending my voice to the cause and the blight and the struggle and the need for awareness of black women's um um black women period of what we go th what it is what we're subject to. <sighs> I got to calm down. Um so yeah, so my theme song changed for a little bit. I don't know until when I'm going to change it back. I don't know. Okay? Um and another thing is <clears throat> the reason why it's been so long 
since I did a podcast is I on a brighter note, I'm very excited about my brand taking off. Um, Head to Roots, my brand, my my brand outside of the podcast is taking off, and I've had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunities presented to me um, with my products, and um, I'm launching my head wrap brands, um, you know, and accessories. Um, I was selling some masks, and I had gotten a uh, inquiry from a store in Brooklyn. Is it's called Indigo Style um, Vintage. Um, the the owner's name is Cheryl, and she reached out to me in the interest of wanting to get some products from me, and I was like, whoop! So the excitement was overwhelming, and thank God that I had products, you know, to to sell because it's it's tedious to like, you know, continue to like produce and I'm a one woman show. I sew, I cut, I paste. <laughs> I copy cut I copy cut paste. Um you know, I do the sewing, I do my marketing, I do my logos, I do my everything. I do my uh my labels. So it takes a while. And then in addition to being a mom and try and you know just going through. So um but it's exciting and it's 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 catching a little bit of like traction. I'm getting a little bit of traction with it. So that's why I haven't been able to do the podcast because I was trying to get products done and I have a ton load of more products going on that I have to do today and I'm behind because I'm getting requests for things. So yes, your girl has been busy. And it's a great thing though because like my friend says, one of my friends says, she's like, you know, busy, happy, busy hands are happy hands. And when your hands are busy, you don't have time to dwell on the negative or the upset or the, you know, whatever, wherever the, wherever evil is trying to pull you at, whatever, wherever dark space you're trying to, you know, you're pulled too, you know, so my hands have been busy, so that's why, but I'm going to do my best to keep the podcast going, because I love doing the podcast, I just love it, and I think that it, um, it's, it's my way of contributing, as I always say, it's my way of contributing, so all right, let's get into the nitty gritty right now. The reason why I said that the podcast is going to be emotionally charged is because as we all are and we should be if you have any ounce of humanity is that I'm feeling so overwhelmed I'm angry I'm hurt I am grieving beyond measure about what's going on to our people um since George Floyd and I did a podcast prior to Christian's podcast when it was fresh and just happened. And I couldn't even, I remember I couldn't even believe it. And I was like, I had to do a podcast. And I was like, wow. Since then, so many more black men and women lost their lives to murder, being murdered at the hands of the police. As of right now, we're talking about Raynard Brooks, who's been recently murdered at the end of the police because he was sleeping in his car. The man did not resist arrest. Nothing like that was compliant to, 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 to compliant. Like, what does that even mean anymore? They ended up taking his life anyways because of air quote fear for their lives. A young 19 year old black woman lost her life. She was murdered. Toyin, Toyin, I hope I say her word, her name right. 
Toyen Salau or Salo murdered. Robert Fuller, one of two men that was found hung from a tree. Three actually been found hung from a tree in 2020, lynched. And you know what the gag is? is they're trying to make us think that this was a suicide. In the current climate, in this current climate, they're telling us that black people are taking their lives by suicide by hanging themselves from a tree in front of a courthouse with the American flag behind it as if we're dumb enough, we're not aware enough, as if insulting our intelligence like we don't see the symbolism behind this. In this current climate, where the freaking Karens and Kevins, which is the, the joke name that we give the white people that are like constant in, in solid opposition to black people living their lives and have them, and at, because of them, lose their lives because they call the police or they want to interfere, they want to be vigilantes and they want to do civil, they, they assign this, themselves as deputies of society. And so many, so many, so many much more videos. Let me tell you something, sis. I don't even know where what angle to take because there's so much that I want to talk about. And I kind of feel like I should have like just kept talking about it, but I didn't even know from what point, what angle to come to and talk about this madness that's going on right now. I'm going to say that there is a straight up war against black people in this in this country. And I'm going to tell you right away, if you disagree about anything I say today, I don't give a fuck. I could care the fuck less about your opinion about anything, especially, especially if you're not even trying to be truthful and aware and realize that that's what's happening. We are literally at war. We are being treated as less than, it's like history is straight up repeating itself in modern times, in modern days. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is that um, I have my notes. I just don't even know what to, where to go. But I'm going to stick to the points that I have because I don't want to be all over the place. And whatever else comes out, then it is what it is. But I find that we are really in a position of helplessness right now as a people. But there's been so much uprising. The I'm not calling it riots. The protests. The protests are deem, deemed riots, and they've been since 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 my last podcast. Pete, there's been an uprising around the world because of this. There's been also a lot of opportunists, people that took advantage of this situation to try to, you know, push their brands and stuff like that. Like me personally, I had a hard time posting my own stuff on my page because I was like, I need to, I need to switch it up. And bring awareness to my head to root page, page, head to roots page more so than my it's a word podcast page because I have to, and I was like I can't even post stuff about you know motivation and inspiration in your life and all that stuff. I was like this is a I can't even post anything about my own brand. I was like I need to put awareness out there about what's going on, and it's like the more I was posting, the more stuff was coming. The more stuff was coming, the more I was posting, and I was like. There is no room, there's no way to keep up with all of this murder happening to us as a people right now. If you're black in America right now and you're not upset and you're not trying to find a way, because there are, believe me, there are some, and I'm going to address that right now. One of the biggest things that I noticed about this situation is how long it took for people to start speaking about this. As of the George Floyd situation, a lot of people were still very silent about it. That's why to me, I was like, you know what? 
I decided not all because some of them did it from their hearts. A lot of them I follow. I'm talking about celebrities. A lot of them were doing things to kind of like uh, uh, saying things and doing things and eventually participating in the protests and the march marches that were taking place. But it took a minute for some for celebrities to get on board with this for some reason. And to me, I was like, you know what? One of my posts was like, you know what? You want to be silent now and you got nothing to say about this, but don't be coming to us about uh, wanting to support your films or wanting to support your show or your music after this because right now you should be doing everything you can to use your voice and your platform and your influence to bring awareness to what's going on. A lot of them was in their cozy homes and they were like, you know, posting like that stupid black square at some point. We had to post this. They were saying for us, which by the way, my God, you see, I'm all over the place. That stupid black blackout thing to me was defeatist defeatist as fuck it was one of the biggest mistake that we made during the course of the one of the biggest mistake that we made during the course of this interaction trying to bring awareness to what's going on we were that a couple of tuesdays ago we were told and it, it was spare the moment hold on let me finish with the celebrity thing see i'm getting heated so celebrities were trash because they were not saying anything and until some of us were starting to like post stuff about, oh, how come we ain't heard from, you know, celebrities ain't saying nothing. Some of them started to come out. Some of them were there from the beginning. But if you're a celebrity and it took you a minute because you don't want to offend your handlers, don't fucking come to us asking us to support you for anything of your endeavors because you were not even able to lend your voice to the cause of your people in at the worst possible historical time that's happening right now. And then some of them wanted to do some of them wanted to do it just because now it's a trending thing. Because right now, as I'm doing this podcast right now, talking about Black Lives Matter is trending right now. Everybody's interested in the whole concept of, you know, pro- protesting for black lives and doing things. And it's almost like there were some brands that were putting out support racism. Versace even did a poor ass ad. For, oh, racism, support diversity, equality, and no, diversity, inclusion. And I'm like, diversity and inclusion? Did they, did they like, you know, copy paste from a previous ad that they had about, you know, hiring black people and people of color into their company because there was an issue with that in the past? And they took that same ad to make, to, to put it up for now for what's going on? We're not worried about diversity and inclusion, you dumbass. We're trying to keep our people alive. People are dying. There's a bigger issue. It's a systemic issue. And that's how tone deaf some companies and celebrities were. Now, all of a sudden, they're charting themselves out and parading in the name of Black Lives Matter. And some are starting to show up in protest. Whether it's for, and, some, and in the midst of all of this, some people were capitalizing off of the protest by taking you know, what they call photo ops. They're not part of the protest, but they stand there and they have their people take pictures of themselves as if they were a part of it. I mean, it was a hu- it's a huge circus. But right now, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter and doing things for black is a trend. And people are losing sight of what's really going on on the grounds and in the streets. And the thing is also, like I was saying earlier, that thing about that stupid black square, like... A Monday, all of a sudden, there was this Monday, one of the past couple of weeks, this Monday, music executives from big industries, like whatever the fuck, Sony, whatever, come out talking about tomorrow is Blackout Tuesday, and Blackout Tuesday means you put a square on your Instagram, and it's supposed to be, instead of posting your own personal stuff, 
put a square to show that you're going to want to educate yourself as to what's going on with black lives and people being killed and all that stuff. Now, this was supposed to be meant for white people, which is a sad thing that we have to tell people to, you know what, because of what's going on in society today, you might want to be able to say something about that and call out something, you know what I'm saying, instead of posting yourself drinking a culada somewhere over at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donut, whatever the fuck they call it. So they were told that they had to put that in and make a pledge, aka, not aka, uh, um, air quote, a pledge or a freaking uh, commitment to want to raise awareness to racism. It turns out that us black people started doing it. And I was, at first I was like, okay, I understand the sentiment. And I was confused because I'm like, okay, white people have to do it. But then I saw black people started doing it. So I'm like, okay, so if we put a black square It's saying we're raising awareness for this. So it was completely discombobulated. And at some point I was like, I turned, I turned against it. I said, I put on my post, it defeats the purpose to put a black square because then it's going to black out the whole black lives matter thing. And it's going to, all it's going to do is going to blank out the fact that we need to raise awareness. And if anything, we should speak up. We should say something. We should keep posting. We should keep talking about it because blacking it out, it's not going to work. If anything, it's going to be, it's going to be, and it turned out that the Black Lives Matter hashtag was completely covered in black square and there was nothing else to be shown about raising awareness against what's been going on with the police brutality. And I was like, see, mission accomplished. Once again, once again, they wanted to silence us and they did that. That's how I took it. If we had to black out anything, and if we have to black out anything, black people, is with our dollars, which is one something that one thing that I had seen, um, I don't even remember when, but one of those days, it's our dollars. Blackout Tuesday is supposed to be a blackout of our dollars. It's the economic blackout, meaning we spend our money with black businesses, which now also is becoming a trend because I've got a lot in the DM and interest all of a sudden from white people talking about, oh my God, you know, uh, what is it that you think we should do? You know, should I post this on my page? Oh, I see you have, you know, head wraps, Would you? which I'm grateful for. That's fine. If you don't know, I'll educate you. And I have. You know, this Chinese woman reached out to me. She's like, oh, I didn't know that that's what blackout was. I, I got rid of it and I posted something else. And I'm like, you do what you do. She's like, is there anything else you want me to post on my page? I'm like, sis, you do what comes from your heart. You raise awareness where you stand or you can just copy paste my page. I don't care, but you do what you do for you. And so goes also for this white woman who reached out to me. She's like, oh, you know, I would like to post your stuff on my page. I'm like, okay, sure. Of course, I don't have any head wraps yet, but I'll get back to you. But now all of a sudden there's this big interest in black business and black owned business. And I myself too, am committed to like, um, talk about that a little bit more and push. It's like I was saying about Christians support, you know, black women that do stuff. This comes naturally to me anyways. So that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to black the fuck out of our dollars and support black businesses, especially black women owned businesses to me, as far as I'm concerned, because they're using our money to fund whatever it is the fuck that they're doing. The other day I found, I was watching, which was a very excellent meeting from Black Lives Matter Los Angeles, and they were doing a, what they call the pro, a Budget Proposal LA, which is, is the people coming before the the city, uh, wait a minute, are they the city council or the city congress, and presenting the budget proposal to defund the police and reallocate the money to other areas of the community that are, you know, in need. Like, I don't know, housing? 
uh, mental health uh, programs for youth, which is they've been advocating for for a long time. And instead, they freaking put that money towards funding the police. And there was something else. It was parking enforcement, police, and uh, something that has to do with, you know, the, you know the, the seats, their seats, the officers in charge, whatever. One of the brothers that was on there, David Turner, said that $2 million of that money that is raised for the police is used on ink toners. On ink toners for their copy machine. The outrage. When I heard that, I was like, wow. They even, they even said that only one person on that council returned their, their, returned, their, um, returned their call or their proposal, like responded back to them. None of them did after that. So see, they'll take the money from the people and fund themselves and then leave the people out to dry with everything that we stand in need of. So that's what blackout was supposed to blackout's supposed to be like we're taking our dollars and we're spending it amongst ourselves. But needless to say, so my point to that was celebrities has been trash, man. None of these. And you know what? Now they're excusing themselves behind the recent Dave Chappelle's um, appearance. Dave Chappelle recently, the beginning of this week, released a, a, a air quote comedy special. It wasn't really a comedy special. It turned out to be one of the best TEDx, <laughs> TEDx talk that I've heard in a minute when he was addressing the situation. One of the things he said is he's that he didn't understand why people was, tell, ask, was saying, oh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. You know, how come celebrities are not saying anything? And he said that as a, as a celebrity, he, didn't, he couldn't say anything. He felt like the streets were speaking for themselves. And although I agree with that sentiment, he said, what would you want to have Ja Rule come out? And he always refers to that joke about Ja Rule. You want to hear from Ja Rule about what's going on today, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, I think he misunderstood as far as I'm concerned. I agree. The streets are doing a damn good job. People on the ground are doing a good job protesting and doing all of that stuff and bringing awareness and doing all that stuff. But we're not asking for celebrities to be spokespeople. We're asking them and we were expecting them to naturally be with the people and raise their voices with the people as the people, which to me is fucking logic. How the fuck? We're not asking you to speak on our behalf. We're not asking for celebrities to take to their position and say, me as a black person, believe that the people, that's not even that what we're saying. It's the fact that you're saying in your cushioned status and you're not outraged enough to come and be a part of the people and say, fuck my endorsement, fuck my sponsorships, fuck my movie deals. This is beyond my own personal microcosm. This is affecting my people. But you know what? Then again, maybe I'm expecting too much from celebrities because maybe I'm the kind that's like expecting the good out of people. Not everybody has to think like me. And I make that mistake a lot in my life. It's going to have a truth moment. I always expect people to be like me or to care like me or to see things like me. You know what I mean? I've always been that person like, oh my God, I've always felt like I had to convince you of even not just in good things and bad things too, you know, as I've learned to grow, but... I've always wanted to convince people to see things my way, especially when it comes to humanness, especially when it comes to to dealing with others. Like, I don't even understand how you can. That's why I have a huge, huge problem with people who still manage to try to justify why all this is happening. I, you know what? I cannot even watch these types of videos of people saying, well, you know, there's a reason why. 
this is happening because black people are, you know, criminals and whatever. I, I treat these videos as bad as a George Floyd video, like the George Floyd murder on that video because it rattles my brain. It makes me as equally angry. Like, how can you not even surpass your own personal uh, biases to just see? And I'm not even talking about white people. I'm talking about black people. That's why I have, like, I have had this contention with celebrities because I'm like, wow. So you're just going to stay where you at and you're not going to say nothing. Now you're going to come out and say something because now everybody, it's a trendy thing now. Black Lives Matter. You know, it's a trendy thing to talk about. And it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And you know what? Now, now that they're seeing that there's some, there, there's more black people being killed, more black people being murdered. There's more events where the hashtags have just kept coming and coming and coming for the past couple of weeks. Nonstop. Now, if, now that people are starting to be like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. You know, now that I, what the fuck is going on? Oh, really? Yeah? Yeah? Okay, now you want to see what's going on? Come on. Irritating as fuck, man, I've been overwhelmingly upset, like outraged. Like, I mean, I mean, you don't know, sis. Crying has been, like, I've, I've, I, I don't even know. And I know you know. <laughs> and I know you know. If you're a black person, I know you know. You've been like crying beyond measure, anger beyond measure, not knowing. So, you know, to help myself by posting and put protesting in the best way I can because I can't be out there, my children. But, you know, I donated to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, you know, to help protest, you know, protesters uh, get bailout money. And I do the best I can. You know, I raise awareness as far as sharing numbers and petitions and all that good stuff because I'm not going to stay sad. I'm not going to stay immobile to this thing. I'm like, and that's what I've been pushing. Like, do what you can, where you are, how you can, you know? It's overwhelming. There's a war waged against us. It's incredible. And I'm going to tell you something else. Now I'm gonna, the next thing I'm going to say is this. One thing that pisses me off with the whole Black Lives Matter things, the Black Lives Matter thing, the whole awareness, excuse me, to Black Lives Matter, is this now it's being dissected. I'm going to be offending a lot of y'all with what I'm going to say right now. But fuck off. It's my opinion. And I'm super pissed. I'm really aggravated with the divisiveness amongst black people. All of a sudden, sometime last week, at the beginning of the month, because this is also Pride Month, now I've, I didn't even know this. The Black Lives Matter slogan is being broken down into different segments now. It's being branched out. So you've got black trans lives matter. You've got black gay people matter. You've got black men matter. You've got black women matter, lives matter. You've got black, um, what else? What else did I see? Black cis person matter, lives matter. And I was like, are we kidding right now? Oh, all black. That's the one that took me off. That's the one that sent me. Not in a good way. That's the one that sent me. All black lives matter. When I saw that, I didn't know where to direct my anger. Because I was like, oh, so wait a minute. Saying black life is not enough? We're going to have to cause a division amongst ourselves with that right there? How oblivious and tone deaf can you fucking be 
to want to divide. Now we're going to pe- cut the piece of the black life pie amongst ourselves. We're going to like segment that shit out. That is totally, that is asinine beyond measure, man. How are you going to say, oh, black lives matter, but the black trans lives matter aside from the black lives matter and then the black, are you kidding me right now? Now, don't get me wrong. If you're in that segment of population and you want to raise that awareness towards the oppressor, our, in our oppressor, in your segment of the population, like me, for instance, I'm a black woman. So yeah, if I'm addressing, let's say, the Brianna Brianna Taylor situation on my post, I am going to say black women's lives matter because I am going to want to address that this is a black woman that's been killed, been murdered by a white man, by white cops, okay? Black women's lives matter. But to to fight with that amongst ourselves, I literally seen where now we have to emphasize all black lives matter as if there is a difference as if if a cop sees one of us they're gonna have to say oh wait a minute before i kill you are you the black trans lives matter or are you the black gay lives matter or are you the regular black life because i'm only gonna kill you if you're the regular black life but being just saying that you're the trans black life i'm not gonna are you fucking kidding me right now so we're creating this division among us. Now there's 10,000 live Black Lives Matter. Find your denomination and stick to that. This is, to me, this is the prime example of divided we fall. Right there. Right there. This is the prime example of divided as a people we fall. Because now we have to segment who's live amongst our Black Lives Matter and make that our own and exclude ourselves from the rest of the general Black Lives Matter. We are not thinking we are not thinking. We are not thinking. And it's okay because we're very emotional right now. So I'm going to chalk it up to emotions. I'm going to chalk it up to the fact that there's so much going on. We don't even know where to put. But some people are fucking capitalizing off of that shit. Some people are capitalizing off of our pain. And they're riding these waves for their own personal agenda. And we're not seeing it. Which is an issue I've been having from jump with this whole thing. People are coming on board because it suits their narrative and they're taking away from the very essence of what this is all about. It's about the fact that black people are dying at the hands of the police. Now it's becoming everything else. How frustrating is that? And now we have to constantly put effort to like, hey, stay on task, stay on task. And they've thrown, I mean, you should see how we have been trying to be thrown off from this topic for the longest. We've had infiltrators and all, all across the board. And, it's, and it, it's working. It's working, sis. It's working. Now black trans lives are more important than black lives matter. And it's like, you know, black men's lives. Oh, yeah, that's, this is how it started. Because uh, some of us, and in a way I understand, because I'm going to talk about it in a minute. And that's my position and that's my ministry. But they were saying, oh, George Floyd had all of this fanfare about, you know, and I hate to use that word, but all this attention rather about what happened to him as opposed to a Breonna Taylor as a black woman hasn't had attention. She's yet to have attention to her case. And it took the whole thing to happen with George Floyd to start bringing awareness to her case. Black women don't get no love. I agree with the black women don't get no love thing. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But I'm like, hey, if anything, great. That case is going to bring attention to other things, other case. And let's not make it a black man, black woman thing, please. 
Let's focus on the task at hand. And when I saw that, I was like, come on. All oh, black women who lose their lives are not giving as much attention. Maybe so that's true. And we're going to address that. But let's not show that kind of division and that kind of selectiveness in the open right now. What now? Right now, what we need to focus is on freaking op- is on the overall over art, like overwhelming oppression that's happening right now. We're being murdered as a general populace. It doesn't even matter. They're not going to be selective. Oh, black men matter. No, okay, black women matter. Let's not kill the black one. Oh, the black woman gets no love, so let's not. They're not going to give a damn. They're killing children, y'all. Nineteen year old. A nineteen year old lost her life the other day. Needless to say, I was a little annoyed. <laughs> I was a little annoyed. We are losing sight on what's happening. We are losing sight on the fact that we should really stay together, come together, stay together. We have enough divisiveness going on right now. Like what I mean to say is we're already, as a people, we are already, I mean, we, I got to say it, but it's been a blessing to see other nations rise on our behalf all across the world, across the globe. I've seen it. We've all seen it. So for us to start doing splitting hairs and being semantical about things, it's useless. And turn switching the conversation away from police brutality, police violence, police terrorism, and now looking at each other and say, "But wait a minute, okay, and you got you guys are killing black, you know, black men are killing black black trans and whatever." You know, to me, that's asinine. We're not staying focused, and we really need to revisit that. We really need to revisit how instead of wondering who gets the trophy for being the, the you know, who gets the, act, the, 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 the title for the most oppressed should matter. If you're black, I'm black, you black, I'm black, we're black. Like, let's just focus on that. That's what it is. Because <laughs> when we both stand there, they're not going to give a fuck. They're going to slice us both. this segment real short before I close right in my next segment um I don't know about you I have a problem with getting on your knees I have a problem with getting on your knees that's another trend that's going on right now everybody getting on their knees to show so a uh, segment uh to show not a segment I oh got I'm sorry to show uh reverence to what's going on now it's a gimmick I understand what it, what it meant. I understand what it meant when Colin Kaepernick did it. I supported it. I understand what it meant when that cop did it on George Floyd's neck. Totally. We all got what that meant. I understand what it meant when we did it. Although to me, I despise that move personally. I'll tell you why in a second. But now it's a gimmick. You got the freaking uh, Nancy Pelosi's in them with the freaking Ankara, Ankara um, a cloth around their neck taking a knee at the Democratic, whatever the fuck they were doing. Then you've got fucking cops in the midst of protesters ask to kneel, whatever, in, in whatever, and do it. And you could tell that, you know what, let me tell you something. I saw some cops kneeling in front of protesters and everybody was cheering and excited. And I was like, I'm not buying that shit. I'm not buying it at all. 
I'm not buying it at all. Not to take away from the sincerity of those of them who were doing it, but the first few videos that I saw was like, oh, I guess some cops do have a heart and they're realizing the errors of their way. But then, as soon as that first, or second, or third video came out of cops kneeling and doing all that, the, all of a sudden, all the cops were starting to do it everywhere. You had national guards when protesters would tell them, oh, please, you know, stop killing us and all that stuff. And then they would say, kneel with us. And then they would do it. Turns out yesterday, I read an article about a cop who said that he regrets having kneeled in front of the protesters the way it is. And he felt like the air quote, the cop in him wanted to kick his own ass. And it was the most humiliating thing and the biggest mistake that he's ever made air quote. And I was like, you see, he said he did it because he didn't want, he thought that by not doing it, it was a matter of safety for his officers. And by not doing it, it was a matter of not wanting to incite more violence from the protesters, which by the way, the protesters were not being violent. The cops were the ones showing up with, you know, rubber bullets and guns with real bullets and tear gas and, you know, their full military wear to the protest and hurt and, and, and shoot at people, but whatever. Um, yeah, so he felt like, oh, there was a safety issue, so he just had his people do it to protect them from the, having the riots to take, you know, protests turn into riots, but now he regretted immensely, so much so that he can't sleep at night. Let me tell you something. Watch out for the sheep that is dressed up as a wolf. Excuse me, that's not the right expression. Watch out for sheep in wolf, whoa, wolf in sheep's clothing. Thank you. Excuse me. I'm in my emotions right now. I mean, why would they start doing that? Now it's a trend now. So many photos have surfaced of cops holding hands and hugging and da, 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 da. And I'm like, this is bullshit. This is appeasement. This is a way to pacify the people. And then once again, to draw away from the attention and the reason why you are there in the first place as a protester. And that is to bring awareness to the fact that police are terrorizing the people. Now, all of a sudden, they're coming up Bronx Proth and say, hey, we're with you. We're going to walk with you, okay? We ain't trying to do nothing. Came out like, And later on, it came out that the reason that we're doing that is to infiltrate. We cannot win. And we cannot stay focused. Kneeling is a problem for me. Kneeling is a problem for me. And I don't care if I'm the only one who thinks so. There are other ways to show solidarity. Kneeling is not one of them. My thing is, get off your knees and stand on your feet. You might say, well, jingle, then relax. Kneeling is just a gesture. Don't we kneel to pray? Guess what, my Christian friend? Kneeling is not the only way to pray. No shade. There's some religion who pray standing up. Some of them pray bowing down. Some people pray sitting down. Doesn't matter. Kneeling is a subjective, submissive gesture. The only, I pray kneeling sometimes. That's not my go-to prayer move. Like, you know, my meditation move. I kneel when I have a specific connection, specific type of communion that I want to have with spirit. But it's not, it's not, and that, and, and in fact, if I kneel, it's only to spirit, to my higher power. 
I'm not going to kneel to another man. I'm not going to beg. Kneeling is begging. Kneeling, kneeling is subjection. Kneeling is the position that slaves had to be in to, uh, be, uh, to address their masters. Kneeling was a position they had to be put in to be whooped. Kneeling is being inferior to the entity to which you do that to. So kneeling to me, even though I agreed and believe me, I am reasonable. I understand the concept and the symbolism of it, but I don't agree with it. Now it's a trend. It's a gimmick. Everybody's doing it. And now so much so that the very people that are being targeted and that are being addressed to as the killers and the oppressors of us, they're doing it too now. Because, you know, us seeing that now, it's going to pacify us. We're going to be like, oh my God, they're kneeling. So they must, you know, their heart, they're kneeling now. So maybe their heart, they're seeing it the way we do. Lies. Because when they go back behind their own space, they'd be like, fuck, why did we do that? It doesn't mean nothing to them. The same way it doesn't mean anything to them to kill us. It doesn't mean anything to them to just kneel and make a shut up. Basically, that's like saying, okay, I'll do it. As long as, if I do it, are you going to shut up? I, that, you know, like sometimes, you know, when you have your argument with your spouse or the argument with your children, like, okay, okay, mom, all right, okay, you want me to pick up my room? Okay, fine. If I do it, are you going to shut up now? Okay, happy now? I did it. I ate all my food, mom. Happy now? My daughter did that to me one time. I don't remember what it was, but she's like, mom, I did it. Happy now. I was like, girl. <laughs> but it's a means for us to be appeased. That's all it is. I don't think it's time for us as a people to be on our knees. I think it's time for us to stand on our twos. I think it's time for us to walk. I think it's time for us to run. As black women, I think we need to get off our knees. I mean, we could be selective with it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think it's time for us to get off our knees. Get off your fucking knee and stand. How are we going to say stand up for your rights and then we get on our knees? I have a problem with that. That's my own personal issue, I guess. And maybe I'm projecting my own personal views and my own personal lifestyle choices and my own personal philosophy on it. But I don't think that black people, we need to kneel anymore. I'm seeing a lot of pictures of protesters kneeling and I understand. Trust me, I understand. I'm not saying that with venom. I'm not coming from a place of judgment. I just don't think it's the most effective. And I don't think that it's the most um, accurate depiction of how we feel and what we should be doing and how we should approach everything we do. And I've said it before, how we think translates in our words, how we think translates in our actions. And I don't think that kneeling is a good translation of how we truly feel and what we should really, really do and how we should approach this, this epidemic, this freaking epidemic, this global disease that is institutionalized racism and murder of people of color, specifically, particularly black people. I don't think that kneeling is the answer. I don't think it's the appropriate gesture. And I don't think that we should take that as a sign that the opposing party is being reasonable or understands what is happening and what they're doing to us. Get off your fucking knees. Get off your knees in your own life. Get off your knees in your life. Get off your knees. Stop begging and looking and thinking that if you submit 
And I'm not talking, not, not submit or surrender, but if you, if you cower, that it's going to be received and acknowledged as, oh, I see the heirs of my ways. I will make way for you. No, it does not. You have to stand and you have to walk. You have to stand and you have to walk. We've been on our knees before. You cannot walk on your knees. You can probably do it, but it's going to hurt. <laughs> you have to stand on your two feet. You have to stand up for yourself. We have to stand up for ourselves. Being on your knees is not a very practical way to move. Like I said, it's going to hurt. Your knees were not meant to walk. If anything, your knees keep you stagnant. And it's not an optimal position to respond to, uh, you know, something that comes at you. You can only move so fast when you're on your knees. You have to transition from your knees to, to be able to move. You have to transition from your knees to your feet. And then you can move or run or walk. Get off your knees. Black woman, get off your knees. I don't think it's the appropriate gesture. And that's just my opinion. And you know what? I'm going to make that a word. Get off your knees. And that, honey, is a word. So let's talk about it. Black women. I'm going to do two more segments and then I'm going to let us go because, you know, I'm going to be talking about this forever anyway. So <laughs> might as well brace yourself. It's going to be a bumpy ride. You know, I'm, I'm going to always try to tie it in with what I stand for. But this is a real time. This is a this is a not a we're going to go back to normal pre-COVID time. This is a time that there's a lot of change happening, but we'll address that later. Sis. Black woman, please be safe out there when you step outside. When you go about, go with somebody, be with somebody. Just yesterday, uh, yesterday, another woman lost her life. A white man ran up on her car. She was at the red light taking her grandmother somewhere. I think it was to the grocery store or whatever. The men emptied six rounds into her and then drove off. Another black woman loses her life to, um, you know, at the hands of a white person, as, as at the hands of white men, at the hand of white supremacy. Black woman, please be safe. Malcolm X says we are the most disrespected, the most, oh, I, I, I don't even know, like, because I'm getting emotional. It's like... We are not catching a break. There are so many, so many black women who lost their lives, whose cases are still open or have yet to be, you know, um, investigated. And nobody cares. But in addition to that, there was a, there was a woman that was found hung in Africa Africa is, you know, I'm going to say this and, you know, we may want to look to go back to Africa as much as we want. A lot of us talk about going back to the motherland or leaving the United States to go to Africa and whatnot. It's everywhere. Okay. 
especially as black women, we are not more loved anywhere other places than we are in, you know what I mean? It's like, you're going to find that everywhere. And right now there's like, there's a crisis with black women, well, clearly African women right now found hung. Okay. I can't say, I can't pronounce her name properly. It's Chego Fatso Pule. A young girl found hung. Young girls like Tina Izikwe. I can't even, I can't even, I don't even think I can do this. A 19 year old, she was an activist, Toyin, the recent one. She was an activist and a model. She was raped and murdered in Florida. The 28 year old that I was just mentioning, Pule, eight months pregnant, found hung from a tree. 16 year old Tina Izikwe. She was in an unarmed scene and she was shot by police. Like, we are literally under attack as black women. Unapolog- like I mean, with impunity. Unapologetically, they are coming. They are literally taking our lives. And I hate to say it, I've seen videos recently that was showing how... There was, there was one that I saw last night or this morning. I'm sorry, I'm sounding like I'm all over the place. Where this guy this black guy was asking i think was trying to get you know hollering he was hollering at this sister and the sister didn't want it she didn't want to she rejected him he took his skateboard and knocked her out with a skateboard mind you the way he hit her you would think he was trying to put down a dog and then just this morning raheem devon on his live was saying that there's a video going out there about a black woman being thrown in a dumpster in the garbage and they're laughing and mocking it as they're doing it, recording it. The reason why I'm saying all of these things and the reason why I want to make this my, this is my ministry and I'm, I've become more and more convicted when I've seen what's been going on Because I had a direction for my podcast about self-love for black women and wanting to, um, you know, love ourselves because society doesn't love us. Upgrade ourselves, uplift ourselves, encourage ourselves, go for our goals, go for our dreams, raising our children, all around healing. Like I was talking with Christian last podcast, healing, mental health, health overall and all that good stuff, you know, because... We are not going able to find outside help. We're going to have to do it ourselves. Because if we don't do it, nobody will do it for us. Some black men are starting to like um, voice their outrage about how black women are treated and the need to love black women. John Boyega was one of them. King Poopa on... on, um, on Instagram is one of them saying how there is such a minimizing, desecrating of black women. I feel like crying right now. We are the lowest of the low. We are the least in this world. But you know, there's something that is being said about the being the least. The reason why usually 
and I don't know how the saying goes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it how I you know in my words. The reason because you're the least is because truthfully, in truth, is because you're the greatest, and that's the reason why you're being treated or kept in downness. And there's a need for us, and there's a need for us to to change that, to remedy that more so than ever before. Like it's an urgent call. That young girl, Toyin, she was saying that she's she said in one of her speeches, and I have it on my one of her interviews and I have it on my page, she said, You can't silence me. She you can't silence me. I'm black and that's that. And that's very powerful. With everything that's happening to us as black women, we cannot be silenced. We will not be silenced. There's an uproar and an outrage. And I guess I'm being a hypocrite. Because you might say, and I hear you. Well, Golden, you're saying that, you know, Black Lives Matter is being defend like this divisive divisiveness in Black Lives Matter because we have black trans, black men, black men, whatever. but you're saying that your platform is to uplift black women alone. You're not talking so much about black men. So what's up with that? Are you being divisive? No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I am because I am not being opposing to black men when I'm uplifting myself, my my, my sisters, my black women. I'm not. I'm just you know, cheering for my team. That's why I said I can understand why in your denomination, your respective denomination, you want to be the voice for that denomination, but not in a way where it causes divisiveness because at the end of the day, in the eyes of the oppressor, we are all, they all see one thing. They don't give a fuck. The downside is because of our gender, they even least give a fuck because we're women. Women has been, sub- this is no mystery and this is not new. Women have been, of all around the world have been subject to male domination and patriarchy and all that stuff. But the black woman particularly, it's subject to not only male patriarchy and all that stuff, but also other women being super, super fucked up towards us too. So we are like the least women of all women to be considered. But I'm not being divisive. But I do know that there's a need. There's not a lot of voices out here for black women. We're just starting to speak up and really do something. And that's why I'm like, I lend my my voice to that. Because young black girls, they won't stand a chance, man. They won't stand a chance. (laughs) And I'm committed to breaking that generational curse. I will not allow, as best I can, for my daughters to grow up in a world where their voice don't matter. Or that their lives are nothing. You can kiss my ass on that. So yes, I will lend my voice and my platform and I will speak on behalf of black women because I'm one. And right now, black woman is under attack everywhere. Globally. At the hands of everybody. And I don't want to end on the gloom and doom. But I really, really wanted this podcast to be about me going to lend my voice and my platform to speaking about what's going on and addressing what's going on for a little while until I will resume, you know, the good stuff and the go for yours type of thing. 
And I don't want to make my podcast dark, but these are very, very crucial time, critical times. There's a lot going on. Like since George Floyd till now, if you only knew, I could have made a podcast every day and not run out of data. I could have made a podcast about talk to talk to you about everything that's been going on every single day since Memorial Day and I would not skip a beat. And that's why I'm feeling like I'm behind because I'm talking to you and I know that you've been keeping up with some things that's been going on and I haven't spoken about this, that and the third because there's so much going on, you know, but it hasn't stopped. So technically I did not, I didn't miss anything. I'm not coming at air quote after the fact I am, we are dead in the midst of it and it's still going on. There's still protests going on, still killings going on. It's not stopping. So the best thing I can say to you, sis, as I end this podcast, is to stay safe. Don't be silenced and don't be embarrassed and don't hide from the truth of what's going on in the current social climate. Speak up. Say something. Say something on your behalf and other women behind you. And other sisters around you. Don't shy away from addressing what's going on right now. Because it doesn't matter what you're trying to sell. It's not going to matter what you're trying to be. If shit is is messed up the way it is. What you're doing is not going to matter. If anything, what you're doing, it can matter. But if it doesn't pair with what the people are needing right now. What we're trying to do right now. It's going to be irrelevant. Because right now people don't care about anything else. Than trying to figure out how the fuck do we fix this. And you need to speak up. You need to lend your words. You need to lend your time to the cause of saving black life. Choose your I don't care. You know what? Fine. Never mind. I made a mistake. Choose your side. Save black life. If you want to just dedicate yourself to trans lives, then do that. Trans black lives, then do that. Don't do it in a way to come at me, though, as a black woman, because that's not going to freaking work. I can't stand that. I don't care that you're black. You think your black life is better than my black life. It doesn't matter in this white supremacy and the systemic institutionalized racism that we live in. I don't give a fuck that you think that your black life is worth more than mine or is more oppressed than mine. At the end of the day, we are all oppressed and we're all downtrodden. We are all at the bottom. As long as you're wearing black skin, I don't care what tone it is. As long as you got black skin on you or you got a tinge of melanin on you, your life is a threat, is, is in danger. But... If it makes you feel better to take that side in order to fight oppression, then do that. But at the end of the day, we need to come together. Say something. Say anything. Post something. Make a phone call. Sign a petition. Donate your coins. What you can do to help this. Any way you can. It's not cute to stay on the sideline and look at this and not say something. Just for the sake of humanity. I'm going to tell you something. I've had more respect for white people that came out and spoke against this as celebrities or whatever platform, doesn't matter, influencer, whatever the fuck you are, then some black ones who have yet to say anything till this day. It doesn't make no, 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 it doesn't care. It doesn't matter that I say their name or not because I don't even want to give them that, I don't even want to give them that kind of attention. You know who they are. A lot of them have yet to say anything. Their platform's still talking about their bullshit. And they're not even coming out and saying anything except maybe at some point they posted that stupid black square. Don't be like that. Say something. Do something. Anything. It doesn't matter if you talk to one person. If you talk to ten people. Say something. Anything. And that, honey, it's the word.
And this was another episode of It's a Word Podcast. I told you this was going to be raw, sis. I was not going to, you know, mince words. I don't apologize for my views and the words that I've used. I am going to be truthful and speak my mind. And if you want to share it with me, you can reach out to me. It's a word podcast at gmail.com, sis. You know, my heart goes out to all of the loss, all of it. But, you know, I want us to stay positive and upbeat and strong no matter what. And I look forward to come back and talk with you, sis. Like I said, this podcast is going to have a little bit of a turning point in how I approach things because clearly the social climate is, you know, pushing us in another direction. And that's okay. We are open for change. We are open for what's to come. And we want to be ready for it, whether it's socially and it's in our lives, sis. We are going to do what we got to do. And like the song says, we will not bow down. We're going to stand. I'll talk to you soon, sis. Much love and light to you. Peace.